before the prompt. Before the prompt. Oh, prompt. That was, yeah, that I was thought, my. Oh, that was my soft, just casual. That was this. That uh, was the soft intro. I get it now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm totally going to use that. There's, we're not editing that back out. We're just going. Coffee Sketch Podcast is our take on the intersection of old tech and new tech, the space between the traditional practice of the hand-drawn sketch that has been performed by architects and designers for centuries, and the modern-day use of the hashtag as a representation of a sentiment or a movement. Each week, we plan to deliver a new pod about our ideas, sketches, and what's going on in our daily lives as we pursue our love of architecture, design, and sharing this knowledge with the next generation. I'm Kurt, and I'm in Flint. And I'm Jamie, and I'm in Austin. Hey, Jamie. Hey, Kurt. Was that you or the dog? <laughs> that was sort of a tink and Jamie in unison. <laughs> so, all right, so a little curveball. I picked three sketches from the Instagram feed, from your Instagram feed, that we've been working with this on this Coffee Sketch podcast. And... um to me, I saw some continuity between the three um, in in a couple different ways, and I'm going to not reveal my concept until you tell me about these sketches, um, but the only hint I'm going to start with is... Um, I need a hint. I definitely need a hint. The, yeah, the, I'll, I'll feed you the breadcrumbs along the way, Okay. but the, the first hint, first clue is we have a sketch of another Leapskin building uh, that I'm not, I couldn't figure out where this one was from. I was actually Googling and went to Leapskin's website, which uh, was seemed updated, but I couldn't quite pinpoint this ang- the angle of this building. So start with this one. So this is one um, that I did not get to see completed. Um, but was um, almost done um, when when I was in Canada on a trip, um, and and I and as we've talked about before, um, Leapskin's work is um, sort of important uh, for me, and and I know that you like his work too. Um, but this particular building uh, isn't really much of a building; it's actually a memorial, um, and it's in Ottawa. So Ottawa is the uh, capital of Canada, um, and on my last trip to Canada, flew into Quebec City. I uh, took the train to Montreal. Uh, trains in Canada are amazing ways of getting between cities, uh, especially if you're a tourist, uh, which I like to consider myself on on these kinds of excursions. But then took the train from Montreal to Ottawa as well, and then flew back from Ottawa to the U.S. But yeah, this is a memorial. So, this is a memorial that opened in 2017. So this is a this is a uh, um, very very new, um, and it's it's a Holocaust memorial, um, Canada's first, um, and uh, it's in it's in the capital of the city. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, so there's there's one. One reason maybe I didn't figure it out is that it's a memorial, not a building. Um, so this, so this sketch was in site, on site, 
but uh, under construction. Yeah, it was it was it was almost complete, um, but uh, we we couldn't get in. Uh, construction fences were still up, um, so okay. it was it was one of those ones that um, I knew about the project and I wasn't sure what the timing was. Um, and for all the architect folk, uh, or at least the people who uh, consider themselves architecture junkies. When they travel, um, we usually have a, a quiet list of, of places that we want to maybe make a extra excursion to. This was on that list, and I wasn't exactly sure when it was going to be open, but I was hoping. Um, so I got a I got a peek at it, but uh, it's certainly not uh, had the opportunity to experience it. Sure, I I totally I totally understand and 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 agree with that. Um, way of thinking it's like oh i'm going to be in that city well i know there's this project going on or project just completed so <laughs> maybe we can have dinner in that part of town and maybe i can <laughs> right yeah it all depends on the level of uh degree to how sneaky you need to get to to convince non-architect friends and family to uh venture to a a building site uh, or pass by one. Yeah. Whenever I'm <laughs> traveling with folks, I, I try to remind them that, um, that I may do this. So, yeah. <laughs> well, that's nice of you. I guess I, uh, yeah, it's good. Put it, put it out there and, and see what comes back. So the, the sketch, uh, is, is really, I thought it was really cool because, well, it's interesting angle of a Liebskin project. Um, it's, kind of got this stair did you learn any of the meaning behind it there's a kind of a staircase in your sketch cutting through a leaning wall a very leapskin-esque sort of ge- geometric intersection of spaces um, yeah, so I, I, it's that, it's it's right next to the um or it's um uh, across from the canadian war museum um, and so this is all kind of in this, in sort of the, you know, again, this is the seat of government. So you have lots of museums, there's museums of the culture and civilization and art museums and national galleries. Um, so, you know, these kind of all dot, you know, the area, um, in and around parliament and parliament Hill, um, the, you know, the seat of government, but, um, the, uh, uh, memorial itself is, you know, it has that level of abstraction that is, often common in Liebskin's work. Um, and in this case, I think it's, um, the, the canted walls, uh, were a particular interest to me. Um, and sort of the, the carved space. And so I was really trying to capture that in this sketch. Um, and from what I understand, um, and this is the part again of, you know, seeing something in plan, uh, or in a magazine or in a photograph or in, in this case, a sketch, and experiencing it are two totally different things. Um, and often, you know, that's where that true kind of critique of, of places or, or buildings or spaces or monuments or memorials really comes into play. Um, the, uh, the image from what I understand is it's an abstraction of the star of David. Um, and so that's, that's where this sort of canted wall comes into play. And, and I'm not, okay. and, and so there's, there's different points of view and smaller, um, spaces kind of 
within the memorial and then some larger spaces. Um, and so I, I'm not exactly sure, uh, having not experienced it, uh, what, what the overall effect really ends up being. Right. Cause you couldn't get too close and actually it was not uh, complete, uh, to get in there. So I, um, yeah, I see that. Is there, uh, the, what last, well, the one interesting feature I keep drawing my eyes draw to is that along that axis of the staircase, there's, it looks like a spire in the distance. Is that, um, something that you recognize in real, like, was that something intentional or is that, uh, kind of in the nature of your 10 minute sketch, kind of a loose, interpretation of your foreground and background <laughs> that was that uh, that was like something i mean yeah, i know that was actually it's it's, a, it's good to uh, to point that out but no it was it was entirely a um sort of a loose abstraction um the uh a bob ross yeah moment. it was my that was my you know happy happy little <laughs> skyline moment um <laughs> the uh yeah it's 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 really what i was trying to get um, was just the nature of this urban setting because it's, it's literally, there isn't, um, what I, I think what struck me about it, um, is it's at, you know, it's, it's at, uh, sort of an interesting intersection. Um, and Ottawa's very, very urban at, at, at and in the center of the city. And, um, this particular memorial, just like if you were in, if, if you're, um, in Washington DC and sort of getting off the beaten track, you know, off the mall and you, you kind of uh, encounter a smaller memorial, um, amidst office buildings and sort of, you know, natural streetscapes. Uh, and, you know, sometimes you'll, you'll do that when you're, you know, kind of en route to another portion of the city and just sort of on foot. Um, I can think there's a, there's a memorial, I believe to the Navy. Um, and there's also a policeman's memorial in DC that kind of have that same kind of quality, uh, where they're sort of tucked into like almost like an urban pocket park. Um, and so there's, you know, you're, you're really sort of juxtaposed this memorial right up against the urban environment, you know, cars are rushing by or people, you know, going to work and, um, and this, this setting and this site sort of had a, a similar kind of, uh, feeling for me, um, having been there and then trying to, you know, capture a little bit of it. So, yeah, that, and you know, the, um, I didn't really, this is ignorant, Kurt. I didn't realize, uh, that Ottawa as the, the government seat for the whole country, um, was at least had a lot of similarity or in the sense of uh, larger cultural, civic, institutional buildings um, gathered together. So I think that's interesting. Um, yeah. And how far is Ottawa from Montreal? Oh, gosh. Um, it's in, well, it's, it's a, it, this is another, another uh, ignorant. Uh, it's a, uh, it's in a different province. So Ottawa's in Ontario. Um, uh, Ontario is also home to Toronto, um, a city that 
most Americans are more familiar with. Um, and, and in Toronto okay. being the largest city. Yeah. Getting Toronto's moved. the largest city in Canada. Um, but, um, I, you know, it's, it's several hours in the car. Um, so, you know, a couple hundred miles. We talked about Leibskin yes. before, which our lis- listeners hopefully heard that one wonderful story. Uh, now I know, now I know and, where we're uh, going. See, I just I refilled my coffee, have, and, uh, and now I'm 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 realizing exactly where we're headed. I think, but I'm going to hold my guest <laughs> till, till the appropriate time. Good. Okay, this is fun. Okay, so I'm showing. Um, well, we're looking at your sketch of the old Expos Montreal Expos Stadium, um, which I I I also did a little googling. And, but I did find out that it was, um, and you can con- correct me if I'm wrong, Roger Telebear, uh, architect. And it was used originally for the Olympic Stadium. When And you, I think you know the year of that and maybe a little bit more about this building. But I was intrigued by the the architecture, the, the, the building architecture and then the sketch, uh, position of the sketch and, and some of the rhythm and material. So I'm giving, uh, some other hints here. (laughs) So what do you say? Yeah. I don't think my guess is going to work anymore now that you're giving more clues, but (laughs) no. Um, yeah. So the, um, the big O as it's known, um, uh, is Olympic Stadium in Montreal. Um, went to many a baseball game there uh, with my father and grandfather. Um, Grandpa was a big baseball fan, um, and uh, the uh, so the Montreal Expos um, were uh, Canada's team, um, or at least Montreal's team. My team, still my team. Um, Okay, Tinkerbell is like really, really telling me a story here. Um, I'm not really sure what's going on. Um, I think she lost her bone in the house. Um, she's forgetful. Um, she only buried it like about five minutes ago. Um, but uh, yeah, so the Olympic Stadium was um, uh, site of the Summer Olympics. It was uh, 1976 in Montreal. So you had the World Exposition, uh, the World's Fair in 67, and then um, less than 10 years later, um, you had the Olympics in Montreal. Um, So a lot of that time period in the city um, really, you know, really transformed um, sort of the urban environment um, and really, 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 you know, put Montreal um, in, you know, into a whole new era. Um, I don't know how much you can hear Tinkerbell, but it's pretty funny. It's not too bad. I'm not, I'm not, uh, distracted okay. at all. I, I'm totally <laughs> distracted because she's obviously got something going on. Um, uh, and she doesn't know anything about baseball, but the, uh, yeah. So the, the stadium itself has a, has an interesting, um, configuration. I mean, it's a, it's a big, big O, uh, a big 
um, you know, circular stadium really has sort of a, a, a futuristic um, brutalism. Um, I, I really don't know how to mm-hmm. sort of place it, but it's, it's in my mind, some of the buildings of that era in, uh, I think really stemmed from the, the fact that you know, the city with the world's fair and then the Olympics, um, you know, really, you know, you were kind of looking into a progressive futurist kind of moment. Um, you know, habitat we've talked about before, um, you know, Moshi Softies, um, you know, all of that was the same time frame. Um, and so, you know, those buildings and, and this one in particular, I think kind of still has that, that quality. Um, some people think of it as like a UFO has landed. Um, but it's very, it's very much in the sort mm-hmm. of that classical stadium architecture of the, the mid seventies, early eighties. Um, but the one unique feature of it is it has this enormous tower, uh, which you see in the sketch off to the left. Um, and you know, the, 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 t- the tower and the roof enclosure, um, it was sort of like an umbrella that they could, um, um, unfold onto the stadium and then pull it back up into the tower. Always had, always had problems mm-hmm. with it, um, architecturally. Um, oh. but, um, but still there. And, and now the stadium is, you know, you, it's still, I mean, the stadium's still in use. Um, it's been used for the Montreal impact, which is the MLS franchise, um, uh, professional soccer. And, um, and then the Montreal mm-hmm. Alouettes, um, which is the Canadian football leagues, um, uh, Montreal franchise. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then hopefully all those exposed fans, I'm still hoping that their team is going to come back uh, after <laughs> after they left in uh, uh, 2004, um, and they're are playing in DC yeah. now. Um, but, right. but but I, I, I well, and, that and, too. and you know, and, and this is the thing that a lot of people are going to be like, "Oh, that's a you know a duh kind of moment." But you know, Montreal Expos is because of Expo '67. So, oh, so you know, it, it doesn't seem that obvious. Well, as a baseball-minded person uh, myself, I think of them as baseball team. But yeah, when you tie it together, that makes yeah. Total I mean, sense. it's you know, it was, it was right you know, well, it, that's that's really you know, it was uh, that time frame, um, and that uh, mm-hmm. uh, it really you know was emblematic of the city um, and, and something that the city was particularly proud of. Um, and so it, you know, for me, you know, as someone who's a native of Montreal, um, um, you know, this is, this is your team, uh, and everybody's still hoping that they're going to come back. So there's always rumors every, every couple of years. <laughs> that's interesting. I, I think, I think that's exciting. It's kind of like the, well, there, it's not really a rumor. It's, it's more of like a, a urban legend at this point, you know, but the, Somebody says that, uh, well, most people say in Michigan that Detroit Lions will never win a Super Bowl because uh, somebody on their death, I can't remember the person's name, but they, on their deathbed, cursed the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> and they've never won a Super Bowl since their inception or what do you call it, uh, expansion into the, the NFL. But hey, you know, 
us Michiganders <laughs> ever, ever hopeful. hopeful. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm still rocking the, the Montreal Expos cap, so that's okay. I always thought that they had one of the cool, coolest logos, um, you know, the, the stylized M on, on the hat. I thought it was really cool. And, you know, growing up in Connecticut, this is a tangent, uh, I rooted for the Yankees and the Mets, you know, as a young kid, you know, you just kind of root for who who's on TV and closest to home. But, you know, we had two two teams that, you know, were always on TV, um, you know, being in, in that part of the country. And, you know, uh, one of my favorite ball players in my youth was Gary Carter, who was an oh, expo. Yeah. No, I, I mean, Gary Carter, Andre Dawson. I mean, that was, that yeah. was my, that was my team growing up. So I got to see them, I got to see them play yeah. and got to see them play in this stadium. So, and, and, and the thing, and then going oh, to the cool. stadium was not one where you, you, you parked and, and hung out in the parking lot. This was, you know, you went on the subway. I mean, the Metro, you took the Metro to, to this part of town and um, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, that's that's cool. So I mean, you know, it's a it's a little tangent, but it's it's fun to to sort of reminisce to uh, baseball back in the back in the day, and uh, especially in Montreal Stadium, which wasn't it a uh, astroturf? Yeah, they, no? they they was it I think grass? it was uh, originally natural grass, and then they put in astroturf. Um, you know, that's something I, I I'd have to I'd have to look. But I, I do remember, you know, that was the thing Which, is, you know, because you, you had, you know, they played football in the stadium uh, and they played baseball and, you know, the roof, you know, never quite worked, you know, and and now it does. Um, but, I mean, you have, you know, terrible snows, terrible winters in Montreal. And so, you you, you, you don't have a, a completely domed stadium, but you have a retractable roof. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure that the um, I'm sure that you're right. You know that uh, I do recall something about the the turf, you know, being a an issue and something that's changed. The last sketch here is uh, kind of I'm going to try and re- basically reveal my my theme, but I, I was interested in this one. It, it's to me, it's it, or at first glance, it's maybe unclear because it's a very different building. Um, it is this hotel Ella. Is that yep. is that in, the name of the building? Because yeah. I'm cheating. I, I use your hashtag. That's what they're there for. Out. So that just just that uh, right. for those who are extra curious, the the hashtags do reveal. Um, they're the hidden clues. So I'm 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 on this this clue journey with you with Kurt. But um, but yeah, that's mm-hmm. what that's what they're there for. So it's a uh, the the cool part to that caught my eye was this porch that you have sketched here, colonnade porch. Um, it's an, a relatively low, low uh, building. It looks like only two or three stories. And uh, so there was there to me, I guess the, the loosest theme is, is there's, there's a rhythm to the columns on this porch similar to the rhythm of the stadium framing and um but 
So that's one 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 giveaway. And then I was hoping you just the the biggest surprise is that um I was just curious about what this hotel Ella is and and uh hoping you'd tell me more about it. <laughs> um surprise. Surprise surprise, tell me more. Um so hotel Ella um was uh, uh it's it's a historic structure in downtown Austin. Um it uh it's it was sort of a uh, it was a, a, a landmark estate, um, so a, a, a large house um, in in Austin. Um, you know, when when underwent some um, you know massive renovations to become sort of a boutique hotel over time, um, but it's uh, um, sort of a Greek revival style um, mansion. Um, so what you're seeing with the colonnade, Kurt, you know, really kind of you know speaks to that. Um, and then, um, it, it, but it has sort of a, a unique relationship with the university of Texas, um, with downtown, um, it has sort of this interesting, you know, urban connection because it's, it's right in the heart of downtown. Um, but yeah, it's a, um, it's a neat little space and, and why I was sketching it was because, um, as some, some people have listened to. Uh, us already talk about my art piece in the sculpture museum, uh, sculpture garden, uh, photon fable redo. Um, I was able to be a part of the hotel Ella's salon series, um, um, in, in January this year. And part of that series is they bring in artists to uh, give a sort of dinner cocktail talk, um, about their art. Um, and that's when I talked about form following fiction, um, and both iterations of the photon fable piece, uh, at this, you know, really, really beautiful boutique hotel that's been really, um, you know, lovingly restored and then added onto, um, in some really interesting, uh, interesting ways. Well, that's cool. So, is it used for dorming? So as a hotel? No, no, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a boutique hotel. Um, no, it's a boutique hotel. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, that. it is. Sorry. Um, you did say that. Um, and it, it's, uh, uh, it, it's, it's certainly one that's, you know, um, um, you know, got a really kind of interesting rich art collection as well. Um, and that's, that's part of their connection with the, the salon series is they like to bring in authors and artists, um, into their cafe, um, space, uh, which they is, is in, it's actually right, right behind this veranda space that you're seeing in the sketch. Um, and that's, that's where the talks are given, uh, in the evenings. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a really fun, fun spot, definitely one, uh, worth checking out. So, you know, this is, uh, subliminal. You already tied this all together and I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> Just kidding. That's my own Bob Ross moment. So is uh, it, is it, is it, you were, you know, we're sort of retouching on some earlier themes in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Kind I mean, uh, partly planned and mostly unplanned, but the, uh, yeah, I love that, you know, it connects back to the photon fable. Um, and then we've also kind of re taken a, short loop back to leapskin driving mr um, leapskin don't forget you know you gotta, I, you gotta driving 
driving and Mr. Leapskin and some hometown stuff. So you, you know, part of part of this, uh, or I guess the 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 heart of the Coffee Sketch podcast is is sort of you know the the short sketch, the ten minute sketch, the fifteen minute sketch that you've been making. Um, and we're, you know, kind of focused on those right now, every now and then maybe Kurt will draw one. Um, but, <laughs> but, you know, in that short, short sketch, which, you know, you're, you're diligently posting daily. Um, I'm trying to sort of capture, uh, each episode of the podcast as a, a sort of week long snapshot. So I only have, you know, seven days of content to work with as my, palette to try and weave these things together but the other uh, side benefit or the alternative benefit to that uh, daily sketch to the week to week podcast is that um, because you know they may seem to jump all over as far as the content of the sketch and location of the building or the object being sketched which I think is, is great diversity, but there's still a continuity there. I guess, you know, this is probably the duh moment, right? Duh. You know, there's continuity. Because well, <laughs> we've talked about driving Mr. Leapskin hometowns and uh, the Photon Fable redo and in its other iteration to original iteration. So there's, you know, sort of bringing it all back. Um, well, I mean, it's, it's, so it's, it's, it's circular. Circular and, and, movement. Um, you know, it's, it, we've, we've mentioned it before is that we're probably going to touch on themes, you know, more than once. Um, you know, and, and I think, you know, this episode certainly does that. Um, but I think it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's clear that there's some, some influences in, in the sketches. All of these were about the same amount of time. Um, and like you said, you know, geographically, we're sort of jumping all over the place, but, um, it's all stuff that at the time is really, really relevant, um, you know, to me and, um, you know, things that I'm thinking about. Um, so oftentimes when I start to think about home, um, you know, I think about places that I've been or places that I, I still want to visit um, or, you know, I want to visit again. Uh, and that's what some of these, you know, memories of place um, you know, have to do with, um, but the, the hotel Ella one was, was certainly, you know, something that I was really highly focused on at that point, because I was, I was about to give a, a, a serious art talk, um, and in a building that I like a lot, um, and was, you know, honored to be, you know, asked to do, um, that, that salon series. But, you know, so so that one might be in my mind, a little bit the aberration amongst this. So as Jamie's thinking about home and, um, for that week, then all of a sudden the salon series pops up and uh, I'm uber focused on it. And, uh, you know, this sketch sort of creeps in there, but certainly, you know, certainly what mm-hmm. you're, what you're also seeing about the way I'm looking at spaces and arches and, um, you know, pedestrian zones, you know, next to buildings. Um, you know, I think my view of hotel Ella, you know, looking back on it, you know, now to, and talking about it this way, you know, there's, you know, you, you pick a vantage point when you're about to do a sketch. And I think some of those things are, are related to the, the, the thoughts in your own mind or what you've been thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, definitely with each of the three, right. You know, the, the 
stance or the position where you're standing from and then how that is um, consistent across uh, each of the sketches in the sense that they're all exteriors and two-point perspectives. And uh, so, yeah, you know, there's there's a lot a lot to be said. I think we, we've kind of touched on this a lot um, as far as the subliminal, or at least maybe that's me <laughs> reading, reading between the lines of the, of the sketch. Um, but the, Oh, I, I just forgot what I was going to say. Wow. I think that's the first moment that you've been completely and utterly speechless. Um, you clearly need, you clearly need some more coffee. Oh. It was, yeah, yeah, you're right. And, um, I, I remember now it was because, uh, I think that was really cool that you got to do that salon talk, um, and, and, you know, take on, uh, a crowd like that. So how big was the crowd for that event? How, how do they do for, I mean, it's, it's not a, it's not a, um, it's not a very big space. Um, so they, um, it's, oh, it's yeah. their cafe and, you know, remember this is a historic structure. So it's, you know, their dining space is fairly small. Um, but they also have, uh, you know, a, a banquet space, but that's not where the salon series is. It, this in salon series, they have a, they actually have a special menu for for that. So it's a more of a tasting menu, um, with their chef on site and, you know, cocktails and, and whatnot. So it's, wow. it's, it's pretty neat. Um, so you'll, you'll have, you know, you know, range from, you know, 30 to 50 people. Um, and they, they do the salon series, uh, every few weeks, um, in the spring. Um, and so I was actually the one that kicked off this year's salon series. So that was pretty exciting. Well, I'm about done with this cup of coffee. What about you? Looks like I'm getting there too. So how about we call this A wrap. Sounds good. Until we meet again for the next cup of coffee Thanks, and Kurt. some sketches. Thank you for listening. We both hope that you enjoyed this episode of Coffee Sketch Podcast. Our theme music is provided by my brother who goes by at Cold Fashioned on Instagram and Twitter. Our podcast is hosted at coffeesketch.buzzsprout.com. Find more show notes and information from this episode. And finally, if you like what you heard, please rate us on iTunes and share us with your friends. Thank you.